Indie Music Live, episode 116. I'm JoJo Keys. What's going on, everybody? Oh, wait, I had one for you tonight. I'm JoJo Keys. Drop and give me 20. There it is. Yeah. With David, Mr. Dirty Granny Pants Swerba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dirty. I added the dirty. Did you notice that? Drop and give me 20. Yeah. That's what Dave likes to say when I get a haircut. Well, I mean, you pulled an M&M right there. You say it first, so it prevents me from saying it to you. That's I like m right there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you no, have something to say. Let's just get it out I of the way. Do. I don't even this, know what this, you're going to say, Dave. This random stupid thing. So, like, this is like 10 minutes away from me. Um, border of Tempe was that autonomous car from Uber that struck a person on the street. I think it killed them. I mean, yep. is that just, like, ridiculous? Or it's just, like, I've been thinking about that past couple that's of years. just down the street like, from you? Yeah, that's like, it was, like, ten minutes away. Oh, wow. And it's, like, so much money is just, like, poured into that development of that project, like, uh, that brand and other brands, Google, uh, autonomous driving vehicles. And it's just, like, it never clicked with me. It's, I'm like, there's got to be that. there's got to be tens of millions of dollars pouring into that price. And it's, like, it strikes a person and it, it kills them. And it's, like, what the hell is going on? Well, I don't know if there's uh, actually a driver in that car, but I heard somebody saying um, something to the effect, this is on the news, they're like, well, whoever was in that driverless car wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, I guess there's like an override switch or something, but it wasn't working. Well, that's so, what I'm saying. I don't want to be in a yeah. car that's supposed to be driving me and then me, me be responsible for getting in a wreck. I want to do a quick trademark securing technique right here, which is something, project I'm launching soon, which you already know about, Joe, is EWOTH. The Blockchain Dictionary. Ah. That's what it is. That's the title of it. Trademark Secured. Thank you very much. I'm going to refer back to this if anyone tries to fight me for that. Thank you. Please We continue. also have Mr. Sexy Chris Swan in the house tonight. Oh, my God, yes. From St. Louis. Oh, yeah. As you all know, we go way back. Way, way back. <laughs> That's a major heartburn. Loopy, you ever like feel like you're going to throw up in your mouth like all day long? That's how I've been. Yep, right here, bro. See, I got the Rolaids. You can't quite wow. see it. I'm you only went through three of those. I know. Today. So that's pretty good for me. Yeah, this has been today's. The key to heartburn management is to get Rolaids and not Tums, even though Tums is everywhere and Rolaids has one little rack at the bottom. But uh, What's the difference? Uh, Rolaids work. Tums don't. Really? Okay. Yeah, basically. Excuse Rolaids no. work a lot better. I'll say that. In an emergency, awesome. Tums will help a little bit. But yeah, man. But Rolaids had something in their formula that was deemed unhealthy, so they had to pull it. <laughs> That's cool that they paid you fifty bucks to say that, man. That's I know, but bad. now they're back, is what I'm saying. They're back <laughs> and safe again, and still the best choice. <laughs> safe <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and listen to music. We also have uh, featured artist of the week, Blank Books. Jesse Sprinkles hanging out with us. We'll be talking to him in just a few minutes. Um, Really excited about that one, guys. I don't mean to kiss his ass too much, but uh, I've been listening to this guy almost my pretty much my entire life. So this is really exciting for me to have him on the show. So we'll be talking to him in a little bit. And uh, But first off, let's listen to past featured artist Mark Miles. He just came out with a new song called All I Know. And you may know him as a rapper, but boy, can this guy sing. This is a really good song, I think. Yeah, man. So Mark Miles, All I Know. Let's watch the video. Let us know what you think in the comments. Share this video out. We'll be right back.
Say hello to Mark Miles just walked in. Boy, dude, yes. we just watched your video. Mark Miles with All I Know, brand new single. Michael Perry is also here. Andy Merrick. Andy Merrick, dude, I saw your post about uh, your friend hitting on your girlfriend. I thought that was hilarious. Jamie <laughs> William Bennett from uh, Royal Ruckus. Also, Amari, who uh, was on the show recently. She just came out with her EP, um, Honey, what is it called? Uh, you should put it in the chat. Sitting here with Chris Swan, David Granny Pants Werba. And uh, clean, I'm clean. They're and clean. Am I wearing pants? That's the big question of the night. So, Chris, let's start with you. What do you think? Yeah, dude, I love this song, man. Uh, really great production. Like the vocals sound great. The vocals sound really good. I don't remember here. I probably had heard his other stuff, but I don't remember it. So I don't remember him being a rapper. I just want to check that out. But yeah, he's got a great voice. Um, and so that was the best thing to me. Like the just vocal production was super clean and good. Um, the only suggestion I would say is just the piano sound could be a little bit better, but mm-hmm. that's always a challenge, you know, trying to find. He's the in the room, sound. Chris. Don't do it. He's I know, in right? the room. Oh man! Oh. I, well, that's the only thing. I mean, the <laughs> the playing and everything is super good and clean. It's great. <laughs> I'm just saying the actual sound could be a little better, and I'm just saying this because. I've kind of been tuned into that lately because I've been trying to better yeah. that myself. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. I noticed Dave, that too. Before you go, yeah. Dave, real quick, I'm sorry. I just wanted to mention that one thing I thought about this kid is that he hasn't been doing this really that long, and the production and the stuff that he's putting out is like way far above anybody that's in his time frame, I guess. So, sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, man. He's like Mark is making moves. I mean, he was on our show as a featured artist. Uh, he's just he's doing everything right. It's only it. Like you said, it's only been a few years, but I mean, he's he's got all the branding. He's just like working super hard, just you know, doing all the stuff that you have to do to level up, and that that was what our conversation was about. But then, man, dude, I didn't expect this, Mark. This is like, this is like, whoa! Like no. I, I just I only heard rap from him because that those are the songs that I listened to in the past, and it's like, whoa, okay, man, you could sing. I thought the production was was really tight. It's I, I did notice that about the the keyboards, like you said, uh, Chris. But and the story that I think I remember him saying he was either just got engaged or yep. maybe just got married or something. It's like, man, 
yeah, that's what happens when you meet that that lady. Is you got to write one of these songs. <laughs> you got to write the like soft song because it's Luby like, writes songs like that when he brushes up against some chick at the grocery store. So <laughs> every single time, I got a bunch of them. They all end very sadly, though. What? I said they all end very sadly, though. Yeah, yeah. It's with just her me walking and my away. Kale. Yeah. With you asking if you can help her. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, let's go ahead and let's do I have this guy booked uh, in the near future as a featured artist, and you're going to see why here in just a second. You know how we are about music. We don't just sugarcoat stuff, but we have a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, if you're into, like, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, that kind of stuff, um, this guy is awesome. This is Alfonso Archer, Formula for Life. There's a really good story behind this song. We're going to have him on a featured artist in a couple of weeks. We're going to listen to this, come back, and uh, get deeper with Dave with, like, mm. It a little bit, so mm. let us know what you think. We'll be right back. Live episode 116. JoJo Keys here, and yes, I'm wearing pants, in case everybody was wondering. Aww. Dave Granny Pants, Werba, and Chris Swan sitting here with me here well, as well. Uh, we're all over the country tonight. We're in Rochester, New York, Phoenix, Arizona, and St. Louis, Missouri, and Rob is pushing those fancy shiny buttons all the way from Maryland, digging out from underneath the snow, which caused us to be a day late on our show last week. I don't remember that, but it still worked out pretty well. So anyway... That was Alfonso Archer, Formula for Life. This guy was diagnosed with, I can't remember the exact story, but he's going to come on and tell it in a couple weeks. But he was diagnosed with some pretty serious illnesses, which caused him to write this music. So, And this song in particular, he has some other songs. You can catch the review on IndieMusicPlus.com that we just put out recently. Um, He has some good songs. But this song, Formula for Life, is probably one of the best songs I've heard this year so far. I'm going to go first here, Chris. I'm going to lead into you, man. 
we we actually played a nice smooth jazz song just for you because i know that's yeah. your thing yeah it's nice man smooth jazz flavor real nice production uh, another one of those tunes you got to listen to with headphones some cool stuff going on with uh panning back and forth with some of the sound effects um yeah dude this was i was hearing the algero chord changes mm. like i do with nadira norjahan is is something about the composition i you know, just the way the the chords change and the and the choice of chords and the timing of it, it just reminded it brought me like back thirty, forty years. And um I think we'll bring it up when he's here because I, I would guess that that's an influence of his. Um Yeah, that that's really all I have. I think this is a great tune. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, man, totally agree. I freaking love this song, dude. Like yeah. I can't stop listening to it. I've been listening to it all <laughs> all night it's just so great um and yeah i i know you guys don't get a whole lot of stuff in the kind of smooth jazz r&b genre so i was really excited to to see this and hear it and like i said i just i've been listening to it over and over i mean i think i'm instantly this guy's biggest fan i'm like <laughs> going around looking for him online and stuff and looking at his website and um i yeah i definitely want to hear more songs by this guy because i love his style yeah definitely he's got the stevie algero that's a really great reference um you can tell he listens to a lot of that and and just great changes great sound even the lyrics uh they're simple but i really like them it's like this really what's important to you kind of thing i, I love it dude His voice. it's like every time the chords change it's like it's a pleasing event you know it's yeah. like how, how often can you say that in a song where it's like every change yeah. it's like bling it's like oh cool i mean it, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like every change is like kind of cool it's uh yeah anyway. i'm with you i love this guy great tune all right cool so let's go ahead and move on this is when we bring in mr jesse sprinkle of blank books he's been waiting patiently all night long he even called me today can you believe it he called me and we tested out his internet connection it was a blast <laughs> So anyway, um, full disclosure, I've been listening to Jesse um, for a very, very long time, probably since I was about 15 years old. We're around the same age, but um, he had a lot better professional start in the music industry than I did. Um, so he's a little bit ahead of me, but uh, he's also been in some other cool bands. So one of the bands he was in was called Poro Lou. If you've ever listened to any Christian alternative music from back in the 90s um, in that little subculture bubble, if you will, um, that was where we I first heard this guy. So Jesse... This is the time. Go ahead, Rob. Bring him in, <clears throat> Jesse. This is the time when I just have you. Um, you just came out with a new band with your brother Aaron Sprinkle um, called Blank Books. Uh, we're gonna listen to Breathing Underwater, but first, this is where I just kind of let you for about you know ten twenty seconds give your elevator pitch pitch about what this band's about and ex- just ex- briefly explain explain Breathing Underwater, and then we'll come back and we'll get deeper with Dave. Mm-hmm. What this band's about. I mean, just like yeah. what the music's yeah. like and, you know, what you're doing with it. Well, the the fun thing is it's, I started my music career with my brother. So, like, that's one of the things that like, people are sentimentally, like, psyched that we're doing an album. Yeah. But I think the music's good enough to where if people don't know who the hell we are, then they love it either way. So, um, that's kind of what we're going for right now. But we've been talking about doing this Sprinkle Brothers thing for probably 15 years now. Yeah. Maybe. We just did it, so there you go. <laughs> nice. So we'll yeah. listen to Breathing Underwater, and we'll be back and get deeper with Dave. 
fire of the summer heat Make your way to the sacred streets Far enough that you can't be reached In the height of the rolling sun A slightly serendipitous experience I had when I was watching this episode of Nashville, where the lead character, Sam Palladio, in real life, meets up with his brother, and they just start jamming on the guitar, and then they sing, and all of a sudden they're like harmonizing, and then there's this moment they look at each other like, wait, <laughs> like we, we sound good together, man. We should maybe like form something. I mean... That's where I want to start, dude. Yeah. Go back to that moment, like when you I don't know how old you were, teenagers or that moment. It's like, you know what, dude? Start jamming again. It's like, dude, we should do something. Like, talk about that, man. I well, I didn't know what I had when I was a kid. I started playing gigs when I was fourteen. I'm playing in clubs that are in like the movie singles in Seattle. I'm talking Oh, like, nice. Okay. Cool. Rock clubs. And I was fourteen years old. I didn't know what I was doing. So it took me years and years and years to realize that you can't get that chemistry um, with people very often. Like, mm. It's rare. So so doing this album was like effortless. Like we didn't even have to think too much. You just send me a song and I'd be like, yep, that's good. Like, Yeah, but you, you and your brother played in, in your old band together. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about like the moment before you even like recorded your first album like the moment when it's you guys were jamming together it's like you know what dude let's do a project together like oh, I what don't, i don't remember that <laughs> he was like six. Oh, man. I was in junior high like <laughs> first year of high school um no it was just one of those things where you just did music i i i didn't have the dream like hey i want to do music for a career i was already doing it like i was there and yeah you just was, like walked right into it at a young age he was okay my older brother so he was already doing it so to me, it was just like, I just kind of jumped into it and there I was like. 
All right, so I didn't get a chance to listen to poor old Lou, although I had a drink with him back in the late 70s and somewhere in uh, Georgia. <laughs> but but uh, what was what type of sound was poor old Lou? And maybe say a few words about that experience because you guys had a good run with that band, I, I hear. I would say, I've, I've never been able to say what, what it is. I would say we were more into like Brit rock, even though we came from Seattle. Right in that time when grunge was happening. Yeah, um, interesting, Mark, dude. I hear had, some of that in this new stuff. Interesting. We had a little bit of grunge influence, but we loved, like, you know, The Cure and Echo Echo and the Bunnymen and, you know, nice. even, like, college rock, like, uh, R.E.M. and stuff like that. So it was kind of a mix of all that kind of stuff. Okay, and then you took this massive break, like, of what, like, 15, 20 years. And now you guys have come back. You said you've been kind of talking about this for years it's like we got to do something again and that's what this project is that's what the blank books is i I think that's an awesome story dude so the sound here i i hear a little death cab for cutie in here man yeah and it and it's with your brother's vocals your brother aaron's vocals it's just the way he sings man just like the way he projects uh, his tone and everything but it's a little harder and it's got a touch of grunge i heard that touch of grunge in there man so the 90s thing for sure yeah, that's 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 cool to hear. You were from Seattle. That makes sense now. Interesting. Um, but we, know, we know Death Cab. I mean, my brother and his wife know the guys from Death Cab. But I can't yeah, and Postal that. Service. A lot of crossover yeah, members. Yeah. And we don't do lunch together all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I always try and like I have this somewhat of a, an obsession with deconstructing the sound like to its roots. So. Uh, what are some of the other influences, I, I guess? I mean, it is like the Seattle grunge era kind of where you started in terms of when you were writing music? Was that the biggest influence for you guys? It's what was happening then. But honestly, like there's one big band that we all loved was called the Posies and they were from Seattle. Yep. They, they weren't a grunge band. They were more of like a college rock mm-hmm. uh, singer songwriter style band. So it was and I, I hear a lot of Matthew Sweet in my brother's vocals, which a lot of people... Oh, okay. There's a couple songs, if you listen to them, you'll hear Matthew Sweet. So it's got that, like, songwriter thing mixed with the grunge thing going on, or the 90s thing, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever All right, man, so you, what, is it just go with the flow right now, or are you, are you guys, like, going to just try and do this for five, ten more years, or is it just play it by ear? I don't know. He just sent me some songs and I played drums on it and there we are. So like, it just keeps uh, going. (laughs) I would love to do a a full length though. Like just, this is like getting things going, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but you got a booking agent, you setting up tours and stuff or the next discussion is playing live. We, we really need to do some shows, but both of us have been so busy in our respective, like, pockets of the industry that it'd be interesting to try to figure out how to get us i can't even be in a room with him at the same time no i can't <laughs> wait what's like, the there's... like how are we going to do a tour together no I'm just... <laughs> is there a little story there what no, is there okay, okay uh, all right but it's but it's literally just getting like i have I have a recording studio that i'm in now and i have five kids in my house my brother's got a couple kids in nashville so trying to figure out how we do a tour. Oh, wow. Okay. Challenging. But I yeah. don't mind going out for like a week or so, but like we're not going to be going out on the road like 
like a regular van. So that's that's where our situation is a little different because we've got industry cred, but we're not going to be out there touring all the time. So, <laughs> so what do you do? That's the I, way to do it. <laughs> has it even crossed your mind to just like bring all the families on the road and just make it like this big event? Is that even possible? Like the Sprinkle Partridge family? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't man, that would be insane. All the kids have talent. <laughs> All right, man. Well, anyway, so I was going to ask you where people can find you. Uh, other than your website, are you guys like doing like social media and just are, are you just kind of yeah. still kind of formulating? Yeah, both, well, both me and my brother have a lot of solo albums and mm-hmm. kind of do that stuff as well. But, um, yeah, find us on MySpace.com. <laughs> Blank books. All right, guys, we're going to move on. It was a pleasure chatting with you, Jesse, man. Awesome sound, dude. I'm glad glad we hooked up with you, man. Thank you, my friend. All right, so the next tune, I believe, is called Circles in My Head by the band The Noble Kind. Ready, Rob? Let's do this. Hit it, Rob. Thank you. Right there. Circles in my head by the noble kind, an upbeat folk tune. It was a nice change of pace here. We don't get too many songs like this style. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it reminded me of Pete Yorn, just maybe like a modern version of that. Uh, similar vocals, uh, different tone, but uh, I really wanted to hear the vocals louder. I think the vocals were a little bit too buried in this mix. Um, I just, I was listen i'm like man I, I just really wanted to hear it more and the guy's a great voice a cool voice uh but yeah chris what do you think 
Yeah, that's the thing I was gonna say too. I felt like the vocals could be a little more like omnipresent or whatever. But um, but yeah, I you know this is a little out of my wheelhouse. I don't listen to a lot of stuff like this. But um, but all that being said, it's, you know it's great recording. It sounds good. I agree. I think the guy has a, has a good voice. Um, and I think um, yeah, if, you know just kind of hear a little bit more of his voice, um, it would make it pop a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot on this one. I just, I thought it sounded good. It's solid. And Joe, uh, what do you think, man? Well, you can find out what I think if you go to any music plus and read the review. <laughs> I actually oh, didn't realize it's, I like, I mean, this isn't my wheelhouse as Loopy says, or Chris sweats, Chris, Chris says, Chris says, um, <laughs> I mean, I like this kind of music. This is more my Y style. Um, I would probably say Sundays and stuff like that, but that's, I have a, probably a small reference for that, but nineties alternative, um, I didn't realize this band actually lives in Rochester. Um, and they man, another they one. Around. What the hell's going? That's becoming like the hotbed of the country. I know it's crazy. Um, but I, I didn't actually realize until um, until I started actually writing the review and listening to the music. I was like, oh, these guys are from around here. Um, so it's cool. I would. Um, I know that that they um, play around a lot. So I'd like to find them sometime. But I don't really get out as much as I should to see music. Ironically. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to the next tune. We've had these guys on before, um, the show, not on physically, but we played their music before. It's a lo-fi, keep that in mind, (laughs) lo-fi rock group (laughs) that's actually kind of tightened up their style. And, uh, I think it has a little bit to do with how we reviewed them and talked about them, which is really cool because they're, uh, we talk to them online all the time and they're actually really cool guys. I like their music a lot. The lo-fi sound you have to get used to and the, they're they're different. They're different. So Death by Platypi, Saint Vitus, dance.
Indie Music Live episode 116. Dave, you remember when we came across this band? And it yep. was during a um, it was during a, one of the roundtables that we used to do that we'd mm-hmm. love to do again, but it's just a matter of setting it up and all that stuff. But we did these musicians roundtables. We called we did about 20 of them, I think. Yeah, um, and it was every week, just like the show is, but it was more informal, where it wasn't quite like boom bang boom bang transitions and trying to keep time. We would just talk, right? We would have uh, guests on, and we would just talk about the music. And these guys came on and. We had a lot of interesting things to say about them, and not all of them were really that great, necessarily. Um, you know, and uh, but they were really cool about it. And they're like, and the thing about these guys is their style. I see, I like what they're doing. Um, not anything that I'm going to listen to every day to kind of you know get my mood up or anything like that. Uh, but I appreciate what they're doing, and the the lo-fi sound is is really cool. Actually, if you just sit down and listen to it, it's kind of like listening to it on a record. Um, and I do enjoy like the the songs. It's it's very eerie music in a way. Um, not for everybody though. I do remember the time. I think it was about a year ago. Uh, I I think I said in the comments that I thought this might have been a joke that they were sending the song in. It, it was like probably like some of the lowest quality stuff we've ever heard in terms of a submission. And we were open about that. It was just like possibly one of the first recordings like it was like their introduction to music period right mm-hmm. and then after and we we're honest about it i mean we we didn't you know hide our feelings about it after that the band leader i think drucifer drucifer gomez so he friended me on facebook I, i'm sure you guys are friends too we've chatted a bit and he like he he's a cool guy he's, he's yeah. legit i mean he, he's just like honestly he's just trying to like figure this stuff out you know, and he just sent some of the earliest stuff he made into us. It's like, hey, what the hell? Let's see if they play it. And it, it is interesting, like, the evolution of, I mean, the songs we play in the show, that, that's rarely the first song that artist ever made. I mean, that that's like after they polish it up. So it is kind of interesting to kind of see, like, absolute early stage stuff. So yeah. now they've graduated to... They've graduated to experimental garage. <laughs> They're like up to that level, but it's uh yeah, super lo fi. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. No, it, it, at least there's a melody here, man. There was like no melody whatsoever before. There was nothing. Well, that's it what was I was gonna say. Like, and it yeah. wasn't in time either. Like that's one of the things we mentioned when we because we've done a couple reviews for them now. And one of the things I mentioned is I really like their sound. But it's not very tight, so it's hard to listen to. And all that stuff, like the drums and stuff, are a lot tighter now. And it's just it's yeah, it's like a better. Doors demo from 1961 yeah. or something. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they started somewhere too. They're just like messing around, and it's real sparse guitar. But this had a beat and it had a melody. They didn't have any of that before, so this yeah. is they're making a step up now. Chris has some great thoughts here. Yes, I do. Um, some deep thoughts on I like that, that deer in headlights look, <laughs> Um I, uh, I, you know, I do have one thing. I just, I need to kind of dive more into the lo-fi world because even in hip-hop, which is really my thing, um, I've been kind of looking at these message boards and stuff of this, the lo-fi hip-hop, you know, community. And there's a big movement there uh, for that. You know what I mean? And that doesn't just mean like underground. It just means like that lo-fi production style. And that's well, a- in terms of the performance, it it's like it's like uh, what do I what do I want to say? Underground lounge. It's like underground experimental lounge music. 
Yeah. And I, I just, I go right to the doors because it's like you hear moments of this stuff in the doors in the transition where yeah. it's just like, bow, bow, bow. there's like really nothing going on, but yeah. that's what it, it really does sound like that at times. No, um, totally. That's a really good, a good uh, analogy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's totally what it is, man. And so I, I just think it's cool that there's like this world. I wish that I was more in tune to that when I was starting out when I was a kid, you know, like, or younger anyway. Because, dude, you could totally, like, get involved in that, even if you don't have the best equipment yet. Mm-hmm. At least you'd be able to create music and you can find a community there and find fans. And none of that existed when, you know, we were all... Chris, we didn't have the internet when we when we were kids, so... Exactly, <laughs> dude, exactly. There's no internet, man. So, I know, I know. So, there's a lot to say about that. But, but so, all that to say, I just think it's cool that there's this community of people that support each other and make music, even if it's not the highest quality... They're proud of what they're doing. And I think you, like you guys said, they're going to keep getting better if they keep working on it, you know, and maybe they'll move to the medium fi next. Yeah. And, and then yeah. the high fi but, but, you know, I, I, I dig it, man. Do what you're passionate about. Keep working at it. And uh, yeah, then you'll get there. So it was cool. Great. Definitely interesting. Definitely something different, which I cool. know. Chris, tell everybody what you're doing. What are you up to lately? Give us some things to, to look for and look for to where find you and all that. Yeah, you can find me at soulmotivationrecords.com. I will, uh, oh yeah, soulmotivationrecords.com. I got some new stuff in the works, uh, working on some new music. Starting May 1st, I have a new single coming out called Hope. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm going to be releasing a new single every month until the release of my new record, which will be uh, later this year. So new single from soul motivation records come on may 1st um and it's uh you know motivational positive hip-hop uh kind of stuff so excited to get that out and also doing a lot with music beds and all that kind of stuff so if you're in the need of you know background music for like stuff you guys do or anybody creates uh, videos um i have a, a whole bunch of music beds and stuff like that available on my website as well so you can check that out stop by and say hi and thanks for having me fellas always yeah, man. To good here. to have you here dave yeah, any man. final words i'll take five music beds for 300 you got it buddy done deal i'll take six music beds for five cents also done <laughs> bad, <laughs> business. Yeah. bad business i just committed oh uh, yeah <laughs> you overshot man yeah. <laughs> that's an old road joke right there bad yeah. business to not take our money all right, guys. Well, Rob Hicks always making us look good and um, all working real hard behind those. If you need live stream, professional live stream production, then give him a buzz. H-I-X-V-I-D-E-O on social media everywhere. So thanks for hanging out with us every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time. We will catch you next week. Peace out.